festival. Everybody knows this word, even in English. So we want to be like festival, happiness and having fun. Paris, it's just beauty. And uh, summer, it's uh, let's go and be in, uh, how you say that, uh, sandal? Sandals, sorry. <laughs> Simply, what more can you expect from a summer arts festival? Stéphane Ricordel is the co-director of Paris L'été Festival. Last year, over three weeks, 45,000 people went to see or take part in the events, plays, dance pieces and other imaginative performances or installations in 28 different venues. Ricordel says the ephemeral festival experiences, about 101 in all, are intrinsically linked to more permanent beauty of the city, to its historical places, or to the less well-known and often less attractive, less historical venues. In Paris we have like, I don't know exactly, but like more than 800 spaces where you can see shows during the year. So the summer for us was uh, how to discover Paris in another way. We are going to a swimming pool, we're going to be in um, Le Lycée de Cour which is a high school, not so far from Montmartre. We're going to be in Montmartre, also in Sacré-Cœur. We're going to be outside a lot. We're going to be out of Paris, in castles around Paris, or Orly, this city that everybody knows because they have been landing there. We are trying to open new spaces, not new theatre spaces, but spaces, just to be free. So the Lycée de Cour is one a very good example because we have eight playgrounds for kids, or for kids or for grown-up people too, uh, inside the, the school. So we are using it at the center of the festival. We have some free shows. We have some outside really free and some outside but with uh, a ticket entrance like in the park. And some of the shows will be in the theater like uh, in Maison de la Culture in Bobigny, suburb of Paris. We're going to have some shows here in Le Montfort here, because we are making the interview here, in Le Montfort, which is a theatre in the south of Paris. And uh, so we will have also in the centre of Paris, in Hôtel Sully. It's a historical place in Le Marais, also in the Museum, Musée Picasso. No one better than the festival co-director to describe some of the events he and his team have picked to spice up this summer in the city. Joanne Le Guillaume is a great French circus artist coming from there, but it's an installation and it's going to happen between two museums, one called Palais de Tokyo and Musée d'Art Moderne. It's very close to the Seine. And the installation, he calls it uh, Transhumante, which is a play of word in French, because Transhumance, it's when the sheep are trying to go from one place to another place and they are uh, walking like thousands of kilometers. So that's Transhumance. So Transhumante, it's a wooden installation. It's 150 pieces of wood and uh, the sticks are like two meters high and they are put together to be like a sort of animal. And when you are moving one stick and put it in the front, the animal is moving shape and movement from Musée Galliera across the street and then in between the two museums and it will finish in the fontaine. It's just amazing. It's six hours. It's really huge. We're walking also outside with Tatiana. She's a tightrope walker and she's gonna cross the whole garden in front of Sacré-Cœur, which is in Montmartre. So she will uh, walk like 150 meters and she will be 50 meter high it will be with the music from the Paris Chamber Orchestra so we have a 
happening theater like like the moon in peace in Pyron. We are working with an English artist called Luke Jerram. He has done uh, a moon, seven meters diameter, and uh, all the moon is photos from NASA. He has done a kind of balloon, it's a moon, and we are going to hang it in the swimming pool, Pyron, in the northeast of Paris. And uh, people are invited to swim under the moon, under the full moon, which is a dream that everybody thinks that they have done, but I don't think that nobody has done it. Not in Paris, at least. <laughs> The idea behind the Museum of the Moon actually came from living in Bristol. Bristol's got the second highest tidal range in the whole of Europe. So there's a 13 metre gap between high tide and low tide. And it's the moon that's making that happen. The amazing thing about the moon is it acts as a cultural mirror. So every culture has different stories and mythologies uh, and stories to tell about the moon. Of course, we are going to work also with some very famous artists like Jean-François Sivadier or Joël Pomerat. Uh, I don't think it's very classical theater. Uh, now, Joël Pomerat never has been in uh, Paris and uh, because it's a huge, huge uh, show, like for 700 people and it's uh, during four or five hours and it's about the French Revolution and uh, also Jean-François Sivadier and it's uh, 420 people on there. To whet Parisians' appetite before some went off on the 14th of July national holiday weekend and before some watched France versus Croatia in the final of the World Cup in Russia, the Paris L'été Festival had a preview week with the revival of a play which hasn't aged at all in the space of years. Jean-François Sivadier's Italienne Scène et Orchestre, which loosely means drama, stage and orchestra. It's centred around a director staging Verdi's mid-19th century opera La Traviata with a music conductor and choir master. As well as struggling with his own philosophy and work ethic, the director has to cope in rehearsals with a would be star, Teresa, playing Violetta's maid. Je ne veux pas montrer les hôtels particuliers de Violetta, je veux montrer l'infinie complexité de son âme. And an over-chatty male lead playing Alfredo, a luckily for him obedient pianist, and his assistant, who is a reluctant diva stand-in. Plus, of course, the choir, who are in fact us, the audience, on stage for half of the play, and the orchestra in the pit for the second half under the direction of the conductor, played by Sivadier himself, who is locked in an ego battle with the stage director. Of course. Le délire, le cauchemar, la tempête. La tempête à la fin, la crise dans un cauchemar, l'acte 3 terminé dans la choix. C'est pas ça, c'est pas ça, c'est pas ça, c'est pas ça, c'est l'acte 1 à la fête, l'acte 2 la tempête, et l'acte 3 comme un cauchemar. The play broaches serious questions about stagecraft, performing art and performers, throws in some opera history tidbits like Verdi's Traviata being meant to dynamite conventions because of his own romance and in such a way that makes the audience laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Actress Charlotte Clemence plays the temperamental diva, but only with just enough ham. 
She's perfectly borderline snobbish in her character called June Preston, an English singer. For us, it's very important to have the audience so close and also a part of it, because I think that uh, as we can feel opera when we play like the tenor, the diva, the conductor, the director, we, we can feel what is opera. At the same time, the audience can really feel it being, playing, uh, pretending to be musicians, or it's a bit showing the conflicts, but uh, in art about art, but uh, it's also society because art and society are really uh, like a mirror. To play in this play, you have to agree with all of the ideas that Jean-François Sivadier throws out there. Yes, uh, I have to agree. I don't know if I have to, but anyway, I think that every character has a very strong point of view. The diva, the young singer for the tenor, and uh, everybody is right, I think. That's why it's very interesting what they have to say. The diva does actually come round to the director's point of view at the end. She, she tries to. She's completely uh, disorientated, maybe because uh, it's too much for her to discover now something else and maybe to give up some rules. But it's a chance whenever it happens. Maybe it's uh, at uh, <laughs> late or, or soon. Uh, it's uh, luck uh, to, to have uh, something to discover and to change uh, the way. For me, it happens when I meet new directors or new people I work with and happens to lead to uh, somewhere you couldn't imagine. And uh, when it happens, it's wonderful. One of the Paris Summer Festival's ideas this year is about where fiction and reality meet. Italienne, scène et orchestre is a good introduction then. My thanks to Stéphane Ricordel, co-director of the festival Paris L'été and the rest of the year, co-director of the Sylvia Montfort Theatre in the south of Paris, to actress Charlotte Clamence and to you for listening. I'll be back next week with July's Cinephile. So until then, from me, Roslyn Hyams, goodbye.